No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Kia ora Justine, how's it going? Kia ora H, it's, you know, windy, wild, and you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same here. We're all battening down the hatches a bit. Uh, but I'm glad that we've got you this morning because obviously Auckland's had a bit of a rough time weather-wise recently and that has been quite the problem for a lot of our listeners. Uh, so we're going to get stuck into some of the questions that we've had sent through in the last week. But if anyone listening right now has something they want to send in uh, and ask Justine, the number is 5395 and uh, I'll try my best to get through as many of those as we can. Um, let's start, get started here with this lovely mouldy one that we've got. I'm sure there's a few people with a similar problem here. Uh, yeah. someone's, someone said, hi, Justine, my work carpet is mouldy in places after the flooding last fortnight. My boss says it's fine because it's been professionally carpet cleaned, but it's definitely screwed. It stinks. He said, uh, uh, can he make us keep coming in? It feels unsafe to be working there. And for context, they've said they work in a retail shop, so they don't have work from home options. So, I, so this is a health and safety issue, right? And I think this is the way that we need to approach these kinds of things. Um, a mouldy carpet is a health and safety issue for, I, I hope, obvious reasons. Um, mold can be really bad for you. It's bad to inhale. And um, so really, like, it's not really up to him to just make that assessment. He needs to listen to you. Uh, do, you I, do you have a health and safety rep on site? That's my first question. If you don't, it's about everyone, every worksite needs a health and safety rep, yeah? They play a really important role in, in kind of being able to raise these issues and to be able to kind of force the boss to take these things seriously. So I guess my number one piece of advice is go about getting a health and safety rep. There's a lot of really good advice on, um, em, you know, employer.nz, that's the government's website. Um, maybe we can put it in the in the show notes so people can get to yeah. it. Right, I can link to it. But um, a lot of advice on how you elect a health and safety rep. There's different rules depending on how big the organisation you work for is. But I think that that's one get a health and safety rep. Um, in the meantime, though, I think you need to use that language. It's a health and safety issue, um, and see where that goes. Because oftentimes bosses won't take things seriously until you use the legalese, right? Yes. So health and safety issue. That's the avenue I would try. Mold is a health and safety issue. Mold is a big so, one. Yes. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. Don't don't be working in a moldy space for sure. No. Um, no, that's bad for your respiratory health. We, yeah, totally. And we, you know, we're all about respiratory health in the last three years. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get on to that one. <laughs> God, what a time! Uh, we've got another yeah. carpet question or carpet-related question here. Someone says, um, <laughs> "My manager made me take unpaid leave for two days last week when I had to stay home and rip up my carpet. I'm pretty new, so I haven't really accrued." annual leave yet but it felt really unfair and it was super stressful on top of everything is there anything i can do about it that does sound stressful i'm sorry about that that sounds very stressful i'm sorry about that as well um so this is a bit of this is a tricky one because if you haven't accrued um annual leave yet uh you know they aren't under any legal kind of um you know, requirements to, to offer you paid leave. But that doesn't mean that um, they don't have options at their disposal. So some organisations, um, what they'll do is they'll offer you leave in advance so you don't have to go without pay. Or potentially if you've accrued sick leave, 
um, you know, they'd make it work, essentially. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, it's a sign of an employer that isn't potentially, like, thinking of you and isn't, you know, the most kind and considerate employer that they didn't give you some options. Um, I potentially would talk to them about leave in advance. So that means you kind of take from your future entitlement so that when you do accrue leave, say you accrue, um, you know, four weeks in a year, when you do accrue, that'll just be minus, say, two days. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that probably would have, you probably would have been really happy with that and um, it would have made you felt careful, cared for, right? So um, not under any legal enti- legal requirement to do anything, but I think, you know, out of decency, there are options and um, I think, you know, they should have explored that with you. Yeah, totally. Uh, we've got a couple of cyclone questions, which we'll get to in a minute, but we've just had one come through from somebody uh, who wants to know what is the maximum restraint of trade limit? Been given a contract that has six-month restraint and named all the companies I can't work for. I'm in a specialist area, and it could mean I can't work for six months. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, um, I have to be honest. I haven't dealt with that very much. I, um, But I do know that in New Zealand... There are a lot of limitations on um, on that on that contracting kind of out the ability to work for for employers. I would honestly have that looked over by a lawyer. Yeah, God, that sounds pretty full noise. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, I actually don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know the answer to that. I have to I have to cop that. I don't know the answer to that. No, it's all um, good. I, yeah, I I would um, citizens advice bureau. Yep. Is a good is a good place to start, but but honestly, that kind of thing is kind of high level. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds uh, can like. I get, can I? Can I? Can I? Yeah, look we'll, into that and we'll get you to um, look into that one, and then we'll come back to yeah. this when we have you next on. But in the meantime, okay. probably advice for that person is yeah, talk to a lawyer or go talk to the Citizens Advice Bureau yeah. where they have Absolutely. lawyers as well, and get someone to have a, a, a look over that. Yeah. What I would say is don't sign anything without having it looked over. Absolutely. That is your legal right to get your contracts looked over, for sure. Um, Okay, well, let's get to some of these cyclone questions then that we've had come through. Uh, Somebody's said, my work's not made any plans for the cyclone hitting and we haven't had any communication from my boss about if we're expected to come in this week or not. And he's ignored my email about it. Not really sure what to do now. Okay, well, look, there's been official guidance um, from from the from the local emergency management council and, and all the required authorities, right? They're recommending people. It's not it's not quite like an order, but it is a you know a recommendation that people stay off the roads, right, and avoid yeah. travelling if possible. So um, I think at the very least, your employer needs to communicate with you about their expectations regarding the weather event. Um, if you're not safe to go in, if you cannot safely wherever you are, if it is unsafe for you to go into work, that's health and safety issue, right? So you have the legal right to then, you, you know, that's you're 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 fine then. Don't um, you know, you need to just communicate that with your boss. But that's um, you're not expected to put your life at risk to get to work. Okay, yeah, that's the one thing. Um, I. I mean, that's just really poor, you know, and I know that this is happening across Auckland. Um, I think, like, you need, we need to make it, you need to make it, I mean, your colleagues collectively need to make it really clear that, like, there needs to be some communication. There needs to be a health and safety plan if you're expected to go in, which, like, if it is possible to work from home, that absolutely should be happening. That is what we've, you know, been asked to do by by officials um and i would say do not go in if it's unsafe if you cannot safely get in or your workplace um you know is in i mean i you know 
it's hard. It's, it's a hard assessment to make because you don't know if your workplace is safe, right? Mm. Um, I think that's something that your um, employer needs to answer before you go into work. Yeah, but um, you know, yeah, we should be home today. That's the that's the you know, and I think this is exactly like the way that sometimes public health or our health is uh, pitted against bosses and employers who um who just want to you know continue making money. Anyways. Yeah, we've we, we've you know had enough experience of working from home that for a yeah. lot of a lot of people that should be feasible. Obviously, if you're Absolutely. you know a tradie out and about, I don't think you'll be on the work site today anyway. But that's a sort of a different world. Exactly, it would be unsafe. Thing, right? So, so it's health and safety versus can you work from home? You know, there's a whole lot of kind of ways that you need to think about this, but health and safety first, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Justine. We have just had a a text from another listener who said um, about that person who was wanting to know about the restraint of trade limit that there's been apparently a recent ruling which would be worth checking out for that person. I'm sure you'd be able to find some releases on that from the government. Uh, So maybe go check that out. But we will get back to that question for you. And in the meantime, go talk to the CAB, I reckon. Thanks so much, Justine. Uh, Take care today and tomorrow, and we will talk to you very soon. Stay safe, everybody. Kakite. Yeah, take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Thanks so much to Justine.